favorite heroes, Frank Castle, a.k.a. The Punisher. He's just a badass. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Hey guys, welcome back to the comic section issue number four. I'm your host, Jason, alongside... Lil CO. Lil CO. What's going on? How was your Christmas? It was so awesome. How about you? It was cool. It was cool, man. Did you have your family come down, spend time with them, hung out? Yeah, they all came and stayed at my house. It was like base camp. It was awesome. Ooh, okay. Got a bunch of great presents. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Great presents. <laughs> oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah. My thing is, I didn't really get any presents. Well, no, I, no, scratch that. I did get an awesome present. Shout out to my sister. She got me, and I got to show you this. She got me the Black Panther uh necklace oh really so like when you, you know from the movie when you put the necklace the on silver one? yes wow that's awesome i have that i will debut that sometime very soon you will be singing on me wearing it proudly <laughs> and then um <laughs> so i got that and uh but yeah other than that spending time with the family yeah you know, that's always nice hanging out and all of that they already went their way and everything so uh hopefully everyone out there had a great happy holiday happy christmas merry christmas kwanzaa hanukkah and all that good stuff so hopefully everybody enjoyed their holiday and uh speaking of presents uh for all of our you know marvel fans out there you might be getting the <laughs> biggest present the one that we all been waiting for that fox deal yep, looks like no. it's about to wrap up x-men fantastic four 2019 and may be wrapped up as early as january yeah. so by the time you hear this yeah in a couple of days possibly yeah so that's big news yeah i'm pretty psyched about it i mean it's yeah. it's been a long time coming honestly uh fox has done their best and uh they have failed so they have, <laughs> it's yeah, about time that marvel kind of clean up their mess for them i'm that's excited true. yeah i'm excited too i'm excited to see how they're going to bring about you know, the X-Men Fantastic Four. Because personally, I feel like that side of Marvel had like the best villains, man. I mean, Doctor Doom. Oh, yeah. Oh, Doctor yeah. Doom, Galactus. Galactus is my favorite. That's your favorite? Yeah. Yeah, he's oh, pretty solid. I am so waiting for that because I want to see the Silver Surfer again, you know. And I was such a big fan of the character from that Fantastic Four movie, which, eh, you know, they tried. <laughs> but they have my homeboy Lawrence Fishburne as... Silver Surfer, which was so dope, man. Because, I mean, that was just awesome. So I'm excited for that. So hopefully 2019, uh, you know, we can finally get things going. Maybe they can leave some Easter eggs in Endgame, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to use some, the, the, I think they're going to use the gauntlet as an excuse to kind of bring mm. the mutants back into their universe. But we'll mm. see. I'm, I'm really very interested to see how they're going to introduce those characters back into the universe and then where they're going to go from there. Right. Um, obviously, Marvel is the king. Or I'm sorry, Disney. Ah. Uh, Marvel slash Disney. They are the kings <laughs> of reinventions, uh, reboots, remakes. So yeah. I'm really excited to see what they do with X-Men and Fantastic Four. I think they're going to take it to like another level. Yeah, man. And we'll finally be satisfied. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited, man. Just from hearing you talk about it, man. Let's go, baby. <laughs> let's go. And also, big news, Aquaman. You know, we did our review on it on our Facebook and Instagram pages. 
Aquaman passes $500 million at the box office. By this time, maybe in the next few weeks, it's on track to make a billion. Yeah, it's like $600 million is coming up quick and it's not losing pace. Yeah, and if, if anyone deserves it, it's Aquaman. Yeah, man, he's been through a lot. <laughs> he's How? been through a lot. He gets a lot of uh, uh, a lot of teasing, I yeah. feel like, in media. So this is very deserving. This is good. The king of Atlantis, man. He's really, <laughs> really going to be doing it up, man. He's going to be sitting on a pile of money doing it i'm excited yo and i heard they already greenlit a sequel obviously <gasps> really yeah oh, that's so, awesome i'm um, saying already you know i want to see that i want to see where he goes because you know we'll get into it you know yeah. later on as far as our review goes but uh yeah awesome movie man yeah Happy you gotta movie. see that if you haven't seen it on the big screen yet please do it, please. you will be doing yourself a disservice if you see it on the small screen first that's true that's true definitely go see aquaman and his glory on the big screen <laughs> and uh, another great uh movie that's coming out man john wick three as i live and breathe john wick the man the myth the legend <laughs> you're not very good at retiring I'm working on it. Yes. Photos came out. You a John Wick fan, I could tell. Oh, I so am. Are you kidding? I love Keanu Reeves just to begin with. Right. But I'm a big fan of Assassins and Revenge and Ooh. Blood and Gore. So, yeah. <laughs> so, my question is, I mean, we're already kind of speculating a little bit what's going to happen in three. Mm -hmm. So, if you've seen two, you've seen the last part of two. Yeah. And, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, when he's running <laughs> and he got like pretty much all the assassins yeah. in the world coming after Checking him now. Him out. <laughs> I'm like, man, where is he going to go? What's he, what is he going to do? He has one hour. Do you remember that? That's he right. He has one hour to kind of get the resources he needs or yeah. finds the allies that he wants. Right. Um, before pretty much everything comes down on his head. So mm. I'm really excited for three. I think it is going to be a bloodbath. Ooh, well, at yeah. least I think I've read that um, the producer or the director, he did confirm that it's going to have the highest body count. Seriously. Um, even more so than two, because two kind of was like double the two first one. Two was crazy. So... Yeah. And speaking of allies, some photos came out yeah. and it looks like he allied himself with Miss Halle Berry. Yes. You know, photo came out with them walking in the sand trying to discover some stuff. Yeah. With the two dogs. Everybody's dogs. going crazy about the two dogs. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm happy you got another dog. Man. Yeah. They're like swearing on their lives. Don't let anything happen to these dogs. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm not trying to go through another one of those, man. <laughs> and also another photo of him and Angelica Huston as the director. So, you know, sitting at a table you know yeah that was a real I, I, they zoomed in a little bit he's yeah. like handing her um some prayer coin? beads oh, okay. i don't know um right. what that might mean yeah. is that like a sim not a symbol but maybe a peace offering or right. who knows with all these assassin creeds and codes and backroom yeah, kind of deals man. so i'm excited john wick yeah, and who would have thought He's phenomenal. Have you seen him do his um his own stunt work? Yes. He's amazing. He he's is. like 50. I know. He looks so young, he man. Like I 20. never <laughs> thought he was as old as yeah. he was. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, Keanu. And also, too, man, he's like an awesome citizen. Oh, like, he's an amazing seen, person. You've seen him on like the subway and, yeah. you know, just him giving up his seat for older yes. ladies and stuff. I'm he like, donates yo, that's a, a lot of his money, too, to like yeah. charity. And oh, he, he's an amazing person. Yo, shout outs to Keanu Reeves, man. You know, one thing I want Keanu besides this movie, which I know is going to be awesome. Bill and Ted. <laughs> Why? 
Why do people keep bothering him about that? Because <laughs> it's classic. Oh, Lord. Uh-oh. <laughs> have you seen Bill and Ted? I have not. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> so well, no comment. All right, cool. No I was about comment. to say, please don't do this to me right now. So early, we got to sit seal down <laughs> and watch Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Yes. <laughs> please make that happen. So uh, big news there. And also, Star Wars fans, hey, the Disney app, you might as well go ahead and get it. Because uh, John Favreau released footage, or not footage, but a photo of the IG-88 set to appear in the Mandalorian series. Yeah, that was crazy. He just like blew that yeah. <laughs> right out the water. He did not care. That was awesome. That was. That character had like one appearance in the movies. And I, if I'm correct, didn't say anything. Just stood there menacingly, of course. Right. Um, he's pretty prominent in the comics and some of the short films. But yeah, it's very interesting to see that that character is going to be at least play a bigger role. That's true. That'd be exciting. You know, the backstory. Yeah, I love backstories. I love yeah. origins. Bring it on. It's going to be interesting, man. And you know what? Obviously, a lot of Star Wars fans out there, they're really going to be, you know, picking it apart. And it's going to be interesting. And, you know, the Disney app is going to be amazing. I mean, I already know I'm getting it. I mean, that's just, you got me already. You got my money. <laughs> All right. DC. Yo, DC, I'm about to give you my money. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> There's enough to go around. There's enough to go around. I'm like, come on, man. Y'all guys are killing me. But I'm willing to die for all this, man, because all of those good shows that are coming, this one in particular, I'm super interested in. Even though I'm not the biggest Star Wars fanatic, I am interested in the Star Wars lore. Yeah, I love, like, I mean, the Mandalorians are really cool, and I feel like they've never really explored them, at least on right. the big screen, so that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, But to see more of the assassins, more of the, um, you know, renegades, those kind of characters is yeah. really cool and exciting, but I, I think I read, I, I heard that it's in production now. Right. Um, And that we'll see it next year, so that's kind of exciting. Hey, hey. For Star Wars fans, because apparently they're going to have to wait one whole year for <laughs> episode <Ooh>. nine. <laughs> hey, this time next year, it's coming. You know, we talked about it last issue, so uh, definitely be on the lookout, man. God, super... that's too late to wait for me. It is. <laughs> that's too long. You I need can't something take to hold it. you over? I need something. Well, guess what? Here's some news. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's the time of love, you know, people are getting engaged, people getting married, you know, I know some people who recently just jumped the broom and because this person is so big and, and huge, he might've broke the broom, I'm sure. And I'm talking about the thing. It's clobbering time. Oh Lord. Fantastic for you. You didn't know where I was going. I but was that's, really concerned. You didn't know where I was going, but hey, you know, that's how I do it. Sometimes I got to, you know, lead you. So, you know, <laughs> the thing got married, guys. That's Fantastic wild. Four. Yeah, and uh, issue five of Fantastic Four, the current run that's happening right now with Marvel Comics. Um, yeah. He finally did it. He tied the knot with his longtime sweetheart, uh, Alicia Masters. That's right. That's right, guys. It's hard to believe, man. You know, the thing's been out here for a minute. <laughs> yeah, they've been together a long time. They have been. <laughs> Even in the movies, man. Hey, yo, look. Because I, I have, like, such the biggest crush on Carrie Washington, and she played that character in the movie. And I was like, come on, guys, make it work. Make it work. <laughs> so I'm happy that the thing got married, man. It's interesting, man. He you deserves know, it. He does. If anybody deserves it, it's the thing. He's had a hard life. do 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 Hey! You know? A little corny pun there, but, you know, I had to do it. Uh, well, you know, I think the, the most surprising thing is that earlier this year, DC had their own wedding. They were That's building right. up to the wedding between Batman and Catwoman. And what happened? And they didn't get married Why? because the comics are stupid. Oh. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I'm not gonna get too into 
because of course it's convoluted. But yeah. nobody, surprisingly, nobody interrupted the wedding. It wasn't the Joker busting through the cake or Red Hood <laughs> smashing up the <laughs> flowers. They just oh, like man. both decided. They were like, ah, we're not ready. Which was so what's the word? Just not. You know, all that build up for nothing. For nothing. You know, and then Marvel, yeah. of course, in the other corner had mm-hmm. uh, Colossus and Kitty Pride. They were building up the comics to that. Yeah. Their wedding that they were supposed to have. And then Kitty Pride literally runs away from the, what is the word? You know, she runs away from the literal stand. And yeah. God, it was so horrible. Of course, luckily for us, mm-hmm. uh, Rogue and Gambit got married instead. They decided to... Well, that's about time. You <laughs> so know, we've been cool. for Rogue and Gambit for, for the a longest. long time. Those comics, man, and then of course the TV show, we all wanted them to get together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the Mon one... Ami. The one true pair. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'll, hey, I'm happy about that. But yeah, man, shout outs to The Thing, man. Shout out, man. If The Thing can get married... There's hope out there for all those single people out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just putting it out there. Wow. There might be hope for me. You know? Oh my God, stop. The thing, man, I'm like, yo, man. Well, let me let me not get into my personal situations, guys. But uh, shout outs to the thing. And also, um, Netflix. Hey guys, they got another show coming, and that's Lock and Key. They're about to do it. Lock and Key, guys. Get ready. Deadline is reporting that actor Connor Jacep, I hope I'm saying his name right, and Amelia Jones have joined the adaptation as Tyler and Kinsey Locke, respectively. So it's going to be interesting. You know, you know of the comic series, obviously. You want to kind of yeah. break it down to the people? Yeah, that was a that was actually an independent comic from IDW uh, Comics. This it's it's a very interesting story. If you like horror, if you like um, p- possession stories, demons, supernatural kind of stuff, it's definitely the book for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's basically the story. It's a it's a haunted house story, of course. Yeah. Um, it's called the um, what is it? the key house? So okay. that's of course the lock and key part of it. The lock family lives in the key house. Makes sense. And underneath the house is is almost a portal, a, a doorway to another dimension or world or underworld mm-hmm. where there are demons. Yeah. Now, the demons can come through this portal, but if they do, mm. uh, since they're not used to being on our plane of existence, they turn into, they kind of melt and turn into like metal. It's kind of gross. Really? Um, so the Locke family picks that metal up and they decide to turn that metal into keys. Huh. Magical keys that can okay. open doors in the house and maybe they open new portals. Maybe mm-hmm. they heal people. Maybe they do other things. Really interesting. Oh, okay. Um, of course, though, the hatches, the demons end up finding out how they can get through the portal, which, of, of course, is possession. Uh. Uh, <laughs> so it's a, it's a really long story of the yeah. Locke family dealing with uh, demons possessing members of their family and mm-hmm. trying to escape, destroy the family, destroy the house, and collect wow. all these keys that can give them unlimited power. Ooh. So it's a very interesting uh, okay. <laughs> story okay. so <laughs> that I think is going to be absolutely perfect for Netflix. Yeah. They love, they seem to really like the horror stuff. Um, they do. The Hill House was a huge success. I yeah. loved that show. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was great. It was um, great. I think that's going to fit in perfectly with the Netflix originals. Man, I'm excited, guys. <laughs> like, gosh, man, what a time to be alive. Seriously, like for fans of the comic that's known of the comic, you know, I'm really interested to seeing what they have to say about it. Because, you know, with it being on Netflix, if it was on maybe another streaming platform or if it was on like network TV, I I wouldn't see. I don't think it would be as as successful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. And uh, apparently that's coming out later. 2019. 2019 is the year to binge and go to the movies so uh that's another another great show to be on the lookout for i'm super excited about it and uh speaking of going to the movies we got to get into coming soon and previews man going to the movies and binge watching so 
Doom Patrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's coming, guys. DC. Hey, DC Universe is another way. You guys want my money. I'm like, come on, man. You know, you keep reaching in my pocket. I'm like, look, I'm giving you your money. But after seeing this trailer. Photos suck. Shoulders in. Use the light. Posture. My right side. That's my good side. Smile. No smile. 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 Are we smiling? Am I the only one who always ends up with red eye? Uh, I'm in, man. Listen, after watching that trailer, even I've been yeah. changed to the dark side. Hey! <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely I'm thinking about getting the service now. I love yeah. the Doom Patrol. They're an awesome team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're weirdos. They're misfits. Uh, they, they're the fringes of society. I right. love them. Uh, so it's really exciting, especially, and they're really different. It's, it's exciting to see a different kind of team up mm-hmm. happening for a TV show. Because obviously we've had Teen Titans. We've had every version of the Teen Titans. Right. Um, when, it had, when they had animated TV shows, and now we have the live action which is exciting and cool mm-hmm. but to see something new is always exciting so. that is that is and cyborg oh don't even get me started on that i mean can we <laughs> i mean i may have to you know cyborg <laughs> for the general people you know i represent general people when i think of cyborg i think me i think teen titans and but justice league and justice league right i think now a lot of people especially based from the the movie that came out, but even before that, like with Justice League Unlimited, you know, I think Justice League first and then right. after doing research, it's like, then oh, seen Titans, yeah. Titans first then. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, so with him going into <laughs> Doom Patrol, like what's your, what's your, I guess, analysis on is this like a way to get people to you know pay attention, pay attention to Doom Patrol? I I do think so. I'm, I'm I'm a little. I was a little confused by that. Honestly, when they had the Teen Titans show, mm-hmm. um, or just Titans. I'm sorry. When they had the Titans show, yeah. Obviously, Cyborg was always on the Teen Titans. Right. Um, that's actually only that's only one of the teams that he's ever been on is mm-hmm. the Teen Titans. The Justice League is actually a recent development for him. Right. Um, and it is a goal for most Teen Titans is they train with the Teen Titans and then they graduate to the Justice League as they become right. adults. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was really bizarre, um, mm-hmm. especially since actually <laughs> uh, Beast Boy is on the Doom Patrol. Beast Boy started out on the Doom Patrol after the horrible accident that happened with his parents that killed them. Mm. Um, so Elasta Woman and the Chief actually were like, you know, mother and father figures for Beast Boy and he was raised on the team he was taught how to use his powers um you know and obviously taught to fight for justice and equality and all that great stuff right um and he left the doom patrol and that's Mm -hmm. actually where the iconic purple costume that we're so familiar with really is from that's actually a doom patrol costume wow yeah so um he's like his identity is really tied to that team so i was really surprised that Mm -hmm. um like he's on the teen titan show and cyborg has been swapped over to the doom patrol because obviously Uh, cyborg has never been on the doom patrol so that was interesting okay but yeah, I, I think what happened is originally he wasn't going to be on the Titan show because he's in the movies okay. in the Justice League. Right. Um, that movie wasn't as successful as they wanted it to be. Right. Uh, so they were going to do a cyborg standalone movie. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that's just been scrapped, at least from what I've heard. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like they kind of had to shift gears and they put cyborg in the Doom Patrol, hoping that he would bring viewers to that new show because it's a new team. Nobody knows who those characters are. Right. Um. So I definitely am a little confused, but I do see why they did it, but I'm not mm. happy about it because <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I like, I like the originals, yeah. especially when you've never, ever done it before. Right. Uh, you know, you want to see the actual team up because uh, I, I think the original members are the chief, obviously, Elasta woman, um, robot man. Uh, what's his name? Uh, 
Robot Man, Negative Man, and Crazy Jane. Okay. So, and then Beast Boy for a, for a time there. Yeah. Uh, which we are going to see all those original team members, uh, which is great. But yeah, Cyborg, psh, yeah, let's just throw him in there. Throw but, him in there. you know, I can't be mad because he actually, I think the actor looks really great. Yeah. I didn't really like the character design for Cyborg in the Justice League. So I think this one's a little more. Uh, you think it's more true? A little more true to the original character. So do you think the, the one in Justice League was a little too CGI? Was it too much? It was a little too much CGI. And I think um, just as he's been introduced on the Justice League, they kind of tried to change his, or not tried, they did. They changed his origin a little bit more Mm -hmm. so that the technology is completely alien. Got it. Um, Which is like, okay, cool. (laughs) But it it makes him look almost inhuman at that point. Because at first he's just a cybernetic, he's he's half man, half android. Right. But like now he's just like an alien and it's bulbous and organic hmm. looking at times. It's very odd. I don't care for that. Uh, I like my cyborg like the original cyborg. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? From, you know, the general public. So it's this kind of DC's way of kind of like introducing us to say like how Marvel did Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. How no one knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were maybe three years ago. Oh yeah, no. No one knew and then when people <laughs> found out Marvel's making this movie, you're like, who? Who? Who, who are what? them? Who's that? The tree? <laughs> Even Ant-Man was kind of a reach for Marvel, so congratulations to them for yeah. making those characters so likable. Right. Um, not that they're not great, but they are kind of odd, when, especially compared to a team like the Avengers or teams right. like Justice League that yeah. are instantly recognizable. So, so I'm guessing, or this me thinking, this is kind of like DC's like underdog team that you oh, yes. want to root for. Yeah, they're Got they're it. a team of. I mean, I think I said this already, but they're a little team of misfits. They're kind of yeah. odd. Um, you know, they've been they've been alienated from human society, which is actually a really big storyline for Cyborg. So that works for him too. Okay. Um, but you know, their their par- their powers are usually born through trauma, mm-hmm. through horrible events that happen to them. So they're almost not wanting these powers, but having to deal with having these powers and struggling with helping. It's very reminiscent of X-Men struggling Ah. to help people like humanity who look down on them, who judge them, who almost hate them because they're, you know, they're weird. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I appreciate that (laughs) breakdown. I'm thinking Doom Patrol. I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I recognize, I recognize Cyborg, you know, the general people are like, okay, yeah, Cyborg, all right, I'm going to watch this. I see Cyborg. I, I I know him. And then everyone else, I'm like, okay, let me let me grow to love these characters. Oh, they're great. Yeah, great. I, I really recommend the show. They're really awesome. great characters. And they're so relatable because it's yeah. it's everyone feels like a weirdo. Everyone feels unliked by other people. So That's true. it's definitely a really great team up. And I'm super excited to see what they do with it. And their costumes are so good. Yeah. <laughs> I was hypercritical of the Titan show because their costumes are just terrible mm. at least for now they're playing clothes i guess maybe because they're not really wearing costumes yet right but when i saw doom patrol i was like where was this energy for titans ah, man come hey. on this is on point there we go all right <laughs> well hey dc universe come on man i'm ready let's go start binging <laughs> and um now let's take it to the big screen guys Ooh. all right trailer dropped on christmas day yes director jordan peele you may know him from get out you may know him from mad tv we know him as someone who just released an epic trailer that is super creepy and super exciting at the same time. Because when you watch the trailer, you may recognize two of the actors on there. Oh, yeah. You recognize those actors. <laughs> Lapita Nyong'o. Come on, guys. <laughs> Winston Duke. 
You may know them from a movie called Black Panther that made a little <laughs> bit of money. You Just know a what I'm saying? Bit. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> had a little momentum. Had a little bit of movement going. <laughs> and they're in this movie horror. What are you people? It's us. They look exactly like us. They think like us. They know where we are. We need to move and keep moving. They won't stop until they kill us. Until we kill them. I'm super excited. Your thoughts on the trailer? Oh, gosh. Don't even get me started. First of all, Merry Christmas to me. Hey, you know? <laughs> because uh, funnily enough, for Christmas, I actually got the Get Out movie for on Blu-ray. Wow. So that was pretty cool. Man. And then, of course, the trailer dropped, and I was like, oh, gosh, this, he's just he's speaking directly through I'm me. I'm saying, man. The universe <laughs> made it happen. But yeah, I'm really excited. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of horror and thriller movies, and yeah. Get Out really touched me, especially as a person of color, mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a special place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the Us trailer just looks phenomenal. It I'm does. really excited. I'm really excited for his whole series. Um, he, he's calling them social thriller, yeah. uh, social monsters. Right. Um, great commentary. And he said that we can look forward to stuff like that, like about race, about mm-hmm. uh, misogyny or yeah. even um, other other things like that, social problems and how they become monsters that torment us in our everyday life. And you know what? I was wondering about that, too, because I think that's brilliant because anyone can make a horror film right with a monster that comes to get you or a killer just coming just to taking you out but like it takes a special type of mind to be like all right i'm gonna make this horror it's dressed up as a horror but when you actually peel the layers back it's actually more you know like you were saying socially Mm. you know there's little messages in there if you see it and you look at it and you're like oh my gosh how did I not see that? It went right over my head because I, I took a couple of friends to go see Get Out and they didn't really realize it until, you know, we sat and we had a conversation because, you know, a lot of us do this. You know, you're out with your friends, you see a movie. I enjoy doing this. You know, obviously, that's why we have the podcast. Mm-hmm. But like we kind of break down the movie <laughs> outside of theater because we just came from seeing it. It's like, what are your thoughts on it? And after having a conversation with a few of my friends, they were like, oh, my gosh, I I didn't realize that. And then they went and rewatched it the next week. And they're like, yo, how did I not see, right. you know, <laughs> duh. Some of these clues and All things. these clues that's left. I, oh, I'm super excited for it. So, yeah, that was definitely a Christmas present for all of us, man. Because Get Out was amazing. This movie right here, I'm excited. But I'm also a little scared, you know, because there's a character in the trailer. He has the name Jason. Young, oh. the young kid. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the first scene where he's walking on the beach and you know the mom is looking calling for jason and he, and he sees he's like the first one to kind of see something just based off the trailer it might be different in the movie i'm sure but uh i'm a little nervous <laughs> you should be <laughs> yeah, I'm a little nervous come on jason survive man please you man i want everyone to survive pull through but you yeah, know. no, I'm, you know, this is a really new genre that he's kind of breaking it into because I think that the great thing about these, the so, the social monster idea uh-huh. is that with thrillers, it, it's very subtle. It's insidious. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. It's almost, if you 
aren't paying attention, you won't notice, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I'm really excited about all of these movies, and I'm excited to follow these series with him. Yeah. Um, and I hope he continues to get the, the the love and support that he did when Get Out came out, yeah. so that he can keep doing it because I think he has really touched onto something that no one's ever done before. Exactly. You so. know, it's like just a new take on horror, man, because it's such <laughs> a big genre, and you feel like it's been touched on in every way. But it's like, well, you know what? Maybe if I do this. And then before you know it, like, how oh, no one's done this type yeah. of horror before. So he found his his lane. And it's so dope, too, because I love when comedic actors yeah. can, like, change. Because, you know, they say comedy is, you know, get on a deeper level. A lot of people say, like, comedy is, like, a lot of comedians are really sometimes a little depressed. Right. And this is their way of, you know, getting it out as far yeah. as, like, stand-up goes. And then when you actually really sit down and create something super deep from a mind like that it's like man like i'm looking at all these comedians <laughs> and i'm like yo what are y'all really thinking like really like what's the darkness what's the in darkness there? man you know so shout out to that i'm super excited and i believe that's 2019 that's in march yeah yeah it's soon it's soon. Really soon oh my goodness man i'm telling you 2019 i really feel like you know with 2018 this was this was a great year great great year but 2019 yeah, it's definitely building up to something great. It is. And especially for next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. So definitely be on the lookout for that. I'm going to be there. See, I know you're going to be there. Oh, gosh. We might have to do a review from that. <laughs> I'm we okay might with have that. To do it. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to do it. Well, my favorite superhero has always been Batman. Ever since I can remember being a little kid, he was always my guy, you know? In my generation, there was a cartoon called Super Friends. And I remember growing up and just, I couldn't miss it. I was must-watch TV back in the day. And, of course, you know, I remember the, the Adam West and Burt Ward TV show. Batman, I guess, just always fascinated me as a kid. Batman was so cool. But then as you get older and learn more about the mythology of the character and and uh, yeah it's just the idea that he's a member of the justice league but the one person without powers but he drives himself being just a regular human to be the best he could possibly be and there's just something really great about that you know all right guys well it is now time to get into our reviews and uh we have special reviews this week because obviously christmas just passed and uh you know we're thinking how about we give you guys some of our favorite Christmas specials? Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> we're going to start with TV. All right. So y'all remember, man, this is Christmas. This is the things you might have grown up watching or something recent that you just love and you love to watch it on Christmas or it was a cool Christmas special that you're like, oh, I love this special. So, uh, Sia, what's yours? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I lo- don't even get me started. I just have so many. Yeah. I love all of the TV specials. They're so okay. great. Some of them are just like hit you right in your right in your heart. Yeah. Um, But I think my most favorite ones are... Surprisingly, a lot of them are from The Office, Ooh. the American TV show. Oh, um, I don't know, man. It's just every time the the annual Christmas party would roll around in uh-huh. the office, there was just some drama like happening. Yeah, you know whether it was, uh, you know. Uh, Steve Carell's character having just broke up with his girlfriend mm. or uh, one of the characters is trying to romance the other one and is accidentally kind of sending them horrible gifts yeah, or yeah. or somebody's moving away so the other people are sad about it. Right. Um, the Office is definitely one of my favorites. I, I Every time Christmas comes around each year, I definitely go through my queue and try mm. to watch every single one of them. Presents are the best way to show someone how much you care. It is like this tangible thing that you can point to and say, hey, man, I love you this many dollars worth. Um, 
that's at least for comedy. Now, okay. I'm one of those weird people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like, I, I, like I mentioned earlier, I like horror and thriller stuff. I actually like the darker Christmas stuff. I mm. like a little horror with my Christmas, which is kind of crazy. You mean like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? <laughs> is that a horror? It's horror to me. <laughs> I don't, oh, because of the claymation. I don't like claymation, guys. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I'm not ashamed to say it. I, it's just just it's looks creepy. weird. It's creepy it is kind of creepy. Yeah. So the abominable <laughs> snowman. I can't. I can't. Yeah. You can keep going. So. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know. Uh, there was some newer stuff that came out this year. Like uh, I think was it last year or the year before? But the Krampus movie that came out. That yeah, was awesome. You're right. Okay. Um. This year was Puka, which was really fun. Mm. Um. But one of my favorite horror Christmas specials was actually the Black Mirror, Ooh, the winter special. Okay. You're free to go, Mr. Trent. With some caveats. Caveats? You'll be on the register. What does it mean, this register? It means you're blocked. By who? By everyone. Right. Um, which was a really cool episode because it had, if I'm if I'm correct, it had three little stories inside of one big story. Gotcha. And each one of them, of course, had like a lesson at the end mm-hmm. uh, where you learn... I mean, I guess I'd call it a Christmas lesson, but yeah. <laughs> they kind of had, they got like got what was coming to them, <laughs> ah, I see. I <laughs> which see. in my opinion is kind of in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> uh, sorry guys. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. <laughs> but Let's yeah, it's, it's definitely a really dark, if you haven't watched Black Mirror, uh-huh. that is basically the twilight zone for our generation. Yeah. It's got a lot of really great episodes about the dangers yeah. of technology and social media and stuff like that. A lot but, of that's coming true too. Yeah. A lot of that's coming true. It's getting scary out here. <laughs> but that, that winter special is a must-see. Mm. Um, if you like the darker side of Christmas like I do. Hey, so. ain't no wrong with that. You know, <laughs> the dark side of the tree. Yeah. You know, the dark side of the North Pole. <laughs> you know, I'm running out of words, but you know, it's all good. The, I'm going to go ahead and get the it. The dark side of the sleigh. No, there kidding. we go. The dark okay. side of the sleigh. I like <laughs> what, that. what about you? What's your favorite TV specials? My favorite TV specials. Well, you did that, which was dope. I'm going to take it. Back to when I was a little younger. <laughs> old you know. school. Gonna go old school. A little old school. <laughs> a little old school. And you know what? I'm sure you guys, those who know me, know I'm a big Ninja Turtle fan. Okay? And I'm not ashamed to say that the Ninja Turtles Christmas special <laughs> is what I watch yearly. That's oh, that's boy. my thing. The Ninja Turtles Christmas special. And Star Wars fans don't act like y'all don't do it too because y'all had a Star Wars special as well. Y'all don't like to talk about it because y'all get embarrassed. I understand. Ooh, they should be embarrassed. Oh yeah, it was kind of <laughs> bad. And guess what? I'm not embarrassed because I still love my Ninja Turtles Christmas special even though they were singing and uh, the costumes were a little scary. Speaking of Dark Side, those costumes were kind of you know, creepy looking. Was that live action? Yes. Oh, wow. I'm so sorry. It was. <laughs> I mean, apologize, man. It was awesome, man. I, I mean, loved it. Uh, yeah, congrats. Okay, cool. I, I'll take that. i take that. It was, hey, but you know what? I grew up with the Turtles. What do you expect? Okay. I had the bed sheets. I had all of that. You know? So, yes, I watched the Ninja Turtles Christmas special. And, uh, yes, I, I had it on video. Yeah, I had it on VHS. I had it on cassette. And uh, it was fun, man. I just, I mean, what can I say? You know, I'm a fanboy of the Turtles. Yes, I admit that. So it was, uh, <laughs> they so, had some songs that, you know, they kind of remixed it. You oh know, God. it was a lot about wow. pizza. Take the holes with pepperoni. la 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 It's a lot about pizza and skateboarding and totally tubular oh and all of that. God. Radical. <laughs> 
Cowabunga, you know. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, man. It was a good time. I recommend it. It's on YouTube. If you want a good laugh or, you know, you just want a nice little get together, I recommend it. It's on YouTube. Check it out. And uh, (laughs) so, yeah, that's one, obviously. And the other, Nickelodeon. I'm taking it back. Rugrats, guys. Y'all remember Rugrats? Ah. Yes. Tommy, Chucky, Phil, Lil. Y'all remember the crew, Angelica, with her... Oh, I couldn't stand Angelica, toy. man. I couldn't stand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I couldn't stand Angelica, man. But you know what? It's all good because they had the Chanaka special. <laughs> Not Hanukkah because obviously, you know, they didn't have teeth in their mouth. Yeah, you know, little what, kids can't say that. Yeah, you know, it's, it's super gummy. You know what I'm saying? So Tommy, of course, the leader. It was a great, great, great special. It, I believe it's on YouTube as well, too. Or you may have to go to uh, Nickelodeon Splat to watch it. But uh, it was just a really cool take on, you know, the story of Hanukkah, but, you know, just their way. You know mm-hmm. how the Rugrats go. Of course. and uh, <laughs> Kind of goofy, kind of silly, but yeah. goofy, but yeah. But it was so dope because, you know, as a kid, you may not know of, you know, the Jewish, Mm-mm. you know, traditions. You know, I had some friends who I went to school with at the time, and they celebrated Hanukkah. I had other friends who celebrated Kwanzaa. Um, so it was cool to kind of like, you know, just get that, at a young age. Oh, yeah. I loved. I actually really. I have a soft spot for that special, too. So yeah. there you go. <laughs> There's some camaraderie for you. Some camaraderie right there, <laughs> but, man. But yeah, like like you said, it, they didn't. They never made it. They never like shoved it in your face. Or, right. Like, rubbed your face in it. Yeah. Um, it was just there and it just happened to be, oh, well, we're also Jewish, you know, yeah, so yeah, we're having fun. Right. Um, I really loved that episode, too. It was mm-hmm. it was adorable. Like the the grandpa was telling the stories and then Tommy's kind of like seeing it in his head and, mm-hmm. and putting themselves like, of course, Chucky and Phil into the stories it was really great right i don't like this tommy if that new kid catches us with our old books we're gonna get in a lot of trouble i don't care chucky these are the books our forefathers read and our five fathers and our six fathers and i'm not stopping now and yeah. such a great way to te- expose children to other kinds of cultures and exactly. holidays and stuff without being preachy about it yes absolutely that was the point I was thinking of because yeah it was just really cool to watch it and you're sitting there with your family and you're learning and you know it made you want to learn more about you know other cultures and how they celebrate things so shout outs to that show man so that was my my two so Rugrats Ninja Turtles <laughs> for me so now we go from TV let's go to movies your favorite Christmas movies. Oh, man. It's I, long. It's a long list. It There's is so a many. long list. Um, I want to give an honorary mention to The Nightmare Before Christmas. Hey. <laughs> Even right. though my significant other says it's not a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, my favorites are Elf uh, with Will Ferrell. Okay. You stink. I think you're going to have a good Christmas, all right? You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a monster. And uh, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, or How The Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey version. Is the best one. I'm a psycho. (laughs) Danger! Danger! Oh, maybe we need a timeout. Oh, That's man. my absolute favorite. My family gets sick of me. They they, they actually yelled at me this mm-hmm. Christmas day because I wanted to watch it again, and I'd yeah. already made them watch it like three times oh, in the okay. week leading up to it. Oh, three. Oh, wow. Like so times. even before. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. So, but yeah, that one's my absolute. I just think he did such a phenomenal job. He did. He, he did. He like brought the character to life, and I loved the costuming, mm-hmm. um, especially him. Like, wow, that's a lot of work that they had to do. Right. Um, 
<clears throat> but even the Who's, like their adorable little Christmas outfits, and even even the little details like candy canes rolled in the hair like rollers. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just fantastic, all around perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking, wow, man, the amount of time. That's why Jim Carrey is one of the greats, man. Yeah, he I mean, because the way because I couldn't think of another actor. If you're going to do a live version of The Grinch, Jim Carrey was perfect because he already has that experience with the mask and just mm-hmm. how he's already an animated he is. comedian already. So you put him as The Grinch and there's so many memes out there, yeah. <laughs> you know, about The Grinch that I've seen is so funny. Well, yeah. Jim Carrey is like an actual living character. He's like a cartoon. He like No, in he is. real life. Oh, man. So, yeah, he was he was perfect. And I yeah. think he did an amazing job. But it's just a funny, great movie. It's got it little is. adult jokes peppered in there. It does. Like the swinging party. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Um, but, yeah, it's perfect. That's one of my absolute favorites. Elf is a pretty close second. Mm-hmm. Um, another person, uh, Will Ferrell surprised me. He was very um, genuine and cute and childish, but in a like in an innocent way. Right. Um. Considering he, in his movies before that, he'd been kind of like a frat boy, uh-huh. very, yep. I want to say nasty, but like, whoa, you know. Yeah. So that was a really big surprise for me. I really loved that movie. And um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. So. No doubt. Okay. All right. <laughs> Elf you? and the Grinch. Well, myself, I'm going to go classic. You know, it's one of the, to me, one of the greatest Christmas movies. I'm talking about Home Alone 1 and 2. And 2? No, Those are my three. favorites. <laughs> one and two one okay. and two we're gonna, we're gonna keep it macaulay coking you know what i'm saying one and two are my favorites morph harry why the hell'd you take your shoes off why the hell you dressed like a chicken i'm up here you morons come and get me i mean i can i can watch home alone anytime but every time i put it on it just I think of Christmas. I think of me being a kid wanting to be like Macaulay Culkin. I actually, no lie, um, when I was a kid, I tried to booby trap my house and try to like recreate my own scenario. Like, okay, man, Macaulay Culkin's so cool. I want to set up my house that way. And I did it. And so how did that end? Did you end up booby trapping well. yourself? It didn't end well at all. <laughs> Uh, I, uh, so one instance in particular, it was like me and my cousins and, you know, obviously we just finished watching it. It's like, you know, it'd be cool. Let's prank my dad. Right. And my dad, you know, hard worker coming home from work. And, uh, so I'll never forget it. Uh, we had booby traps. I actually had trading cards, right? And I had them in, you know, we had like rug carpeting. So, you know, it's already kind of slick in some areas. So we put, um, trading cards on the carpet and we also had like a little curtain to like wrap them up with so like when he walked in he would slide on the you know that was the plan he walked in slide on the trading cards right fall and then just drop a curtain on him and just tie him up with some um I don't know whatever type of rope we had tie him up and just like leave him there Whoa. didn't work out <laughs> So did you get your butt beat? I did. <laughs> All right. I did. It was one of those instances where I learned not to always copy what I see on TV. Yeah, boy. And uh, my dad, he did he did slip on the uh, the cards. And then all I know was he opened the door and he looked for me, grabbed me. And, and I woke up the next day. You know, I was knocked out. Yikes, yikes. He took me out. <laughs> so, but hey, but I loved it though, man. It was a great movie. Um, and obviously Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. My only thing is, I'm serious, yo. Those parents are the worst parents They ever. really are. That's insane that they left 
left him alone. They left him, man. I'm that's, like, come on. Oh. That's like next level. Oops, I left my kid in the car. Right. Like, wow. They didn't realize like, they until got they got to on the, the airport. They got on the plane. They were already on the plane. That's bad. And you realize, where's Kevin? That's bad. Kevin's at home again. Or left Kevin in New York. I just, ah. Uh, but it was classic, though. Love that movie. So those two movies right there, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, my favorite Christmas movies all time. So um, before we wrap up our reviews, man, there were great reviews by CEO, man. So make sure you guys go check those out. Before we wrap it up, we got to talk about Aquaman because we went and we saw it. And of course, we put our reviews on it just based off our first reactions. And it's been almost a week or so. So to me... At the time, it was my number one DC movie. Yours was still Wonder Woman, right? So have your <laughs> opinion on the movie changed since our first viewing? No. No? Still the same? Cool. Yeah, I still feel like Wonder Woman is uh, was better. Okay. Um, But I still feel like Aquaman was a really, really close second. It was yeah. really well done. Very mm-hmm. well-rounded. Mm-hmm. Really good. Awesome. Awesome. After seeing it, uh, I tried to see it again on Christmas, but I have family. So I was like, oh, man, I want to see it again. To me right now, still, it's still my number one. Still number one. I'm but surprised. I love Wonder Woman. I love Wonder Woman. I just saw Wonder Woman again. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And I love Wonder Woman. I say, and it's not like a farm beyond like, you know, Aquaman is just. Oh, a, no, I know. Like yeah, close second, yeah. close second. I mean, it's like 1A, 1A minus. Yeah. I mean, that's how close. And if I see Wonder Woman again, it, it might be number one again. But yeah, I still say to me, Aquaman, Wonder Woman than Man of Steel. And like we said out there, you know, at the uh, movie theater, I'm super excited for Shazam now. Yeah, I'm way more excited now. Way more. And I don't expect like, you know, a similar, um, I guess a similar style, but, you know, I, you know, after seeing that, I'm like, okay, cool, yeah, here we go. They've got the energy. That's it's what I coming. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like, all right, we're working on it. We're doing it. We're doing it. So definitely make sure you guys, again, go check out Aquaman. I don't want to be king. Once he is named Ocean Master, it'll be too late power at his disposal will be unlike anything you have ever seen. I'm from the surface. No one is going to take me seriously. Okay, I don't even know where to begin. By winning the hearts and minds of the people, by proving to them that you're worthy and retrieving this. I already got one of those. Not like this one, you don't. Love it. Embrace it. <laughs> you know, go swimming. Not during this time, though. It was chilly. All right. Well, speaking of chilly, it's time to warm things up, guys. Yeah. It's time to get into that hot takes. Ooh. And I'm excited about this hot takes because uh, we both have some some pretty good hot <laughs> some, takes, I think. Some spicy meatballs. A little spicy. A little spicy <laughs> over there. So uh, would you like to go first or you want me to go? You know, I'm going to go first because I want to own mine. This is this is a personal vendetta here we go, that I boss. have, especially considering I work in a comic book store. So I have to see this person a lot. Mm. Um, but there is an artist out there. He is the co-creator of Deadpool okay. and has been a very, very big deal in comics for a long time. And mm. his name is Rob Liefeld. <laughs> mm. Now, he's most famous for being one of the co-creators of Deadpool. Right. Um, but he is famous for creating characters like Domino. X-Force, Cable. Um, He's kind of a big deal. But um, I can't stand him. I absolutely hate him, and I think he is a talentless hack. (gasps) (laughs) Whoa! Wait a minute, guys. So all of my Deadpool fans out there (laughs) may feel a type of way right now. (laughs) 
would you care to explain why you think he's trash? Well, you know, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Go home, get on your laptop and Google Rob Liefeld covers and you'll see compilations, websites, lists, YouTube videos of all of his most famous like comic book covers. He is terrible. He is garbage as an artist. I don't understand how he keeps getting work. It drives me crazy. There's like such much more talented people working on Twitter with like a tablet mm. making their own web comics by hand. Meanwhile, this idiot <laughs> oh gets to be on covers like uh, actually I think Fantastic no not Fantastic Four uh, X Force this week number mm -hmm. one dropped this week. Okay, his was like the one in fifty variants, like forty dollars for this idiot who can't even draw hands. Oh. He can't even draw feet or shoes, but he's you know his his covers are worth fifty dollars. Like, are you serious? Wow, get out of here with that. And then Deadpool, don't even get me started on. Deadpool. I'm sorry, but I had to stop you on that. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So are you are you about to go in on Deadpool? I am not. Okay. I like Deadpool. Deadpool's a cool character, but Rob Liefeld had nothing to do with the creation of Deadpool. <gasps> he is an idiot. <laughs> so are you saying that the man that a lot of people dub as the co-creator of Deadpool yeah. had nothing to do with Deadpool. I feel like he didn't have as much to do with it as people think. Mm. The The main part that he kind of did is he designed like Deadpool, like his costume and his like mask and stuff. Right. The iconic black like bubbles around his eyes. Uh -huh. But even all of that, he stole from George Perez who created Deathstroke. <laughs> like he literally lifted the entire design for Deathstroke and re just recolorized it. Mm. Yeah, so um, I can't stand that guy. Wow. <laughs> he is a moron, and he's really bad at drawing. And I, I just, whenever you see how many talented artists there are that exist out there that mm -hmm. are trying to get work and try to break in the business, and they yeah. just can't. Yeah. And a fool like this, Ooh. you know, I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate on that because he is, he's like a pillar in the community. People love him. He's right. really friendly. He's like the, he's kind of, he reminds me of a modern day Stan Lee. Like mm. he's very personable. He's a great okay. business. Businessman, okay. he knows how to rep himself in his work. Right, um, but he's just—he needs to stop drawing. He needs Ooh. to put the pen down. Mm. Keep on being a writer and a producer. Uh, but like that needs to stop. I, if I have to see one more Rob Liefeld variant cover come into the shop, I'm yeah. gonna like slap someone. Oh <laughs> wow! <laughs> Woo wee! Yep. That was hot. <laughs> that was spicy. That was spicy meatballs, like you said, man. <laughs> I think that's how we're going to rate it now. Spicy if it's meatballs. spicy meatballs, we're going to do that. Yeah, that was pretty spicy, CO. Um, <laughs> I'm very intrigued and interested in hearing what the people are going to say about this take. Um, because, yeah, like with me, you know, general fan, I think, you know, when I hear Rob Liefeld, yeah, I, I think Deadpool and I, I had no idea mm -hmm. that, you know, I guess his drawings were terrible. Uh, oh, my gosh. You're I'll show you later. Okay. All right. <laughs> cool. You might have to post that. Man. It's Yeah. There, there's like one that's really famous. It's a drawing that he did of Captain America uh -huh. um, where he's kind of standing in a profile. Yeah. But his chest is like out to here. Like he has this giant barrel chest. Mm -hmm. But like his head is turned facing towards the viewer. Yeah. But his chest is 
like out. It makes no sense. Hmm. It's like he's never studied anatomy before, and he draws like all of these muscles that don't even exist. Yeah. So they're like ridged and stuff. It's so weird. <laughs> he's so weird. Wow. And it's not even you can't even like chalk it up to oh well that's his artistic style. No. Yeah. He like literally back in the day when he when he did work on stuff like Deadpool and X Force. Uh-huh. Yeah. He would literally hide the characters' feet on the cover behind like stickers and buttons or the barcode and stuff, oh. so that he wouldn't have to draw them. Wow. Yeah. Now that's, but, you know, that guy deserves more cover work. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Now you got me wanting. Okay, now I got to go back on all my Deadpool covers that he's done and stuff and kind of just go on and Google and find all this stuff out. That's crazy. Yeah, you'll see. The, the Deadpool covers that you really like, you'll yeah. realize were not none of them were drawn by him. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a hot take, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Woo! Well, I'll... I don't know, man. I don't know if I can match that. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I can try to match it. So my hot take is about a family, a family that we all grew up with, a family that we love or loved at one time. You know, we had their merchandise. Uh, They're kind of like the uh, when you think of 90s pop culture, this family came to mind. And I'm talking about the family from Springfield. I'm talking about the Simpsons. Now, the Simpsons are iconic. I mean, there's so many words you could put legendary. I mean, they're groundbreaking. They've done so much in the animation field. They helped birth shows like Futurama, South Park, Family Guy, I mean, you name it, Rick and Morty, American Dad, American Dad. There's so many shows that they help, you know, they were the blueprint for. But I got to ask this question to all my people (laughs) out there. How many of you all still watch The Simpsons? Now, take a moment. Think about it. Really think about it. It's time to end The Simpsons. (laughs) And I'm saying this with all due respect. With all due respect. With all due respect. But let's just be real, guys. The Simpsons, compared to these other shows, eh, you know, it's kind of, it's dull. You know? It's kind of like, you know, flat soda now. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm God. sorry. I'm, no, I'm just being honest. <laughs> oh I'm like, look, I look, it's still soda. I respect it. <laughs> but, hey, I just, I just feel like... And they had they had their movie that came out. I mean, I feel like that was them trying to, you know, you know, get the franchise back up and going again and get people excited about The Simpsons. And I love The Simpsons, man. In the 90s, everybody thought, you know, Bart Simpson was the man. Matter of fact, Bart Simpson had a rap song that almost went platinum due to Bart Man. I mean, Bart is the man. But Bart, no, Bart is the man. I apologize. <laughs> Bart is the man. Look, I love I love Homer. I love Marge. Maggie never grows. Lisa, come on, man. There's so many iconic characters in that show, but I'm just saying, do you still watch The Simpsons? Do you still have love? CEO, do you still watch The Simpsons? Be honest with me. If I'm wrong, you can tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) That is a spicy people. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, The Simpsons are, I mean, they are pop culture icons. Yes. They are are the American family. They are. They've been through a lot, and a lot of people can relate to them. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not going to lie. I have to agree with you. I think that I think that the 
The time has long since passed for The Simpsons. I think right. they should have ended it a long time ago. Um, I feel like at this point they're just beating a dead horse mm-hmm. and that they're kind of out of content. Right. It seems like all the new episodes, the only things they really have to work with is, you know, modern controversies as they happen. Headlines, breaking news, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Which, I mean, is good, but at the same time, like, you know, been there, done that. Right. Like, I'm living in that, you know? Yeah. I lived it. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think it's time for them to stop. <laughs> it is so. time to stop. <laughs> yeah. And I love The Simpsons, man. Put them in a Hall of Fame. Hey, just, you know, they're just like that... Man, it hurts for me to say this, man. It does. It does. I mean, think about, let's say if you're, for all my sports fans out there, right? You have that one player on your team who we all recognize as a legend. They just don't know when to hang it up. And you see them, or you know what? Better yet, yeah, I'll keep it in sports. It's like that old fighter that they still like, oh, I got one more match. Like, nah, no. <laughs> You getting hit in the face? Oh my god! Family guy's hitting you in the face. <laughs> oh, no, you know what? Family dad. guy needs to be done too. I'm yeah, family. Like, I, I want to drop that too. Family guy. Yeah, family guy's getting getting close too. Yeah, I, I but feel yeah, I, I feel like there's a point where you you're almost sullying the goodness, right? That was that show when you when you keep doing that to it. Yeah, you but know, yeah. it's like a marathon, man. You know, you're running a race. You know, they had the baton for a long time. Yeah, it's time to pass it. And they and you know what? They did pass it. And then they didn't. But they're stop. still running. <laughs> For no reason. I'm like, hey, all right, you you're good, guys. We we got it from here. You we appreciate you. Thank you. You you ran a long, long <laughs> marathon. Thank you. Let us, we got it from here. Here's your cookie and juice. <laughs> there you go. You know, so yeah, I think it's time for the Simpsons to uh to end yeah I, that's a hot take yeah. <laughs> i think a lot of people are gonna be mad a lot of people love the simpsons i love the simpsons too don't get it twisted i'm not hating on the simpsons at all i love the simpsons but come on guys it's yeah just be honest just when you when you listen to this just take a moment before you react before you go crazy on me just take a moment and think when was the last time you rushed home to watch Eight o'clock Sunday night. I don't even know if it's still on Sunday nights. Eight o'clock. I just remember that's how it's been for like twenty plus years. I gotta watch The Simpsons. Or even, or even, what was the last episode you did watch? Right. I don't remember. Yeah. I really don't, and that's so sad to me because I love, I love The Simpsons. Yeah. I used to always watch. I remember it always come on after Judge Judy. Yeah. The reruns. <laughs> <laughs> I would always watch Mari, Judge yeah. Judy, and then The Simpsons. And then that the was Simpsons. the highlight of my night. It's just that all these other shows, because I remember The Simpsons at one time were like risky. Like you can't, oh, it's too risque. You can't go and listen or watch The Simpsons. Your parents would be like, no, yeah. this is too <laughs> too adult. No, this ain't for kids. Man, compared to these other shows, The Simpsons could be on Nickelodeon. Yeah. They could be on Disney. That's just comparing how these other shows are going. But love you, Simpsons. But it's time to fade to black. It's my hot take. Whew. Yeah. Yay! Now they're gonna be mad at you. Yeah, that's, yeah you know what? Yeah, you've been you've been catching a lot. It might be my time this week. It might be my time this be week. Time so to uh, shine. yeah, man. So let us know, man. Bring that heat, man. At me, please. At us. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the comic section. 
Email us too if you were like, you know what, let me do it more discreet. Email us comic section podcast at gmail.com. I want to read these emails. I want to see what these people <laughs> got to say. Add me and at CEO because her yeah. hot take was hot. Please do. Deadpool fans. If you can defend Rob Liefeld to me, like I will, I will eat dirt. <laughs> Ryan, yo, Ryan Reynolds going to email you up quick. Oh no, he, I'm sure he doesn't care. He's going to be like, what did she He's say? Be like you're right. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, again, guys, let us know what you think, man. I'm excited. I'm super excited to hear what people got to say. I think Ray from Star Wars is very overrated. She has no background. She's a Mary Sue, and um, she's kind of full of herself. Let's go ahead and get into our rumors, speculations, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, this has been happening quite often, I've, I've seen over the years, especially when it comes to comic book movies and and, you know, pop culture movies of the like, you know, when a movie is super anticipated, you know, you have toy companies that come out with the action figures to kind of go along with the the film that's coming. And sometimes they might give away some uh, some spoilers. Yikes. That, you know, you know, and that happens often. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, almost too often. Yeah. So it sucks. So we're, we're trying to give you guys a heads up. We want you to, if you want to avoid these spoilers, uh, definitely try to stay away from the upcoming Lego sets as, as much as possible. Oh, so you're saying Lego is giving away secrets. Yeah, it's almost always Lego. That is true. <laughs> um, but sometimes, you know, it's the action figure companies like Hasbro and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you don't want to know what's going on with Endgame, if you don't want to know what's going on with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, uh, definitely stay away from these sets because they did kind of give away a little bit of the Endgame storyline. Oh, no. Um, whether it was the suits or the ships that might be used in the upcoming movie. Uh-huh. Um, and then even for... The Spider-Man, they kind of gave away some of the villains. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've they, we've heard rumors and we know that the character, at least the villains in this movie are going to be called the Elementals. Mm. Um, so people already had their speculations, they had their ideas of what that would mean. Uh, but this toy set kind of flat out gave it away. Wow. <laughs> you know, if you don't want to know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of sad. But, you know, it's it's inevitable. When you're making toys for, especially, you know, a film, you kind of mm-hmm. have to do that stuff so far in advance. If See, you want it to be done in time. Well, that's my question then. Yeah, okay, I'm glad you, you answered that because that was my biggest question. Like, why? I guess it makes sense though because um, obviously I'm not in the toy business. I don't know anyone in it, but it makes sense that they get the no ahead of time so that way they can go ahead and be prepared for when the movie comes out i guess the thing that sucks is it's kind of like nowadays i don't know man it's kind of like they have to be as secretive as the actual movie itself right um and it's sad because you know back in the day when we were all little kids and before social media existed right things like this would just pass by unnoticed you know mm. we wouldn't we wouldn't even make a great point um, know that some toy company accidentally, you know, put you a Spider-Man a toy out. But, Damn it, social media. You know, if they put it on a website too early, yeah. you know, or if an order code leaks, um, right. you know, from behind the scenes, like stores and stuff, uh-huh. it can ruin everybody's day. So, yeah, wow. definitely try to stay away from it if you want to. Um, I mean, if you don't care about spoilers, feel free to Google right. <laughs> and find out what, because uh, there were some names that were given away and some mm-hmm. of the ships and stuff. Uh, but yeah, definitely kind of a bummer whenever that happens because I'm really excited for Endgame and I do not want to be spoiled. I don't. I want to enjoy to it. Anything. <laughs> Man, like I, I'm, I'm gonna watch the first trailer and yeah, then that's it. I that's probably it. won't watch the second trailer. I okay. don't want too much information. I got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Yeah, you're right. Because 
Yeah, social media, man. It will ruin it for you. Somebody from possibly, I mean, we're putting it out there, but maybe somebody from the company or someone who, I mean, with Toys R Us not being around anymore, uh, maybe someone who works in that factory might have like, oh, man, yeah. this. let me put this out there so I can get, you know, a some little likes, fame. Yeah, some shares. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I always wondered that. But it makes sense now that you said it. Like, okay, you, you kind of need to know so that way, because it's all about merchandising. Yeah, you know, it is. You got to get that money. You got to get that money. So you want all the kids to buy up and even big kids like us to buy up all the, the action figures to go along with the movies and all the collectibles and stuff. So I guess it makes sense. It just sucks that like, oh, man, there's man, y'all couldn't. I don't know. Keep I guess on the DL. Yeah, but you're right, though. With social media, you know, it can be one person that works there and snaps a photo and sends it to a friend. And they're like, you know what? All you need is some shares before it goes just, viral. And then that's it. And it's all over. Oh, man. So, yeah, man. Definitely want to stay away from uh from Googling that unless you want to. I have friends who they don't care. They're just like, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm going to see it anyway. But if you're one of those, hey, do your thing. But, you know, people like myself, CEO, and, and a lot of people out there, don't do it. Because I want to be surprised. And then I want to go buy the toy. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Man. Um, But that's the hard part, you know? Yeah. Like he, not everybody can sign a cease and desist. Oh, not see. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> what is man. the word? Uh, not a cease and NDA. desist. Yeah, and a non-disclosure. Yeah. So, so uh, come on, Lego, get it together. Get it together. I'm blaming y'all. <laughs> Even though y'all might be like, "Hey, man, we doing our job." <laughs> and uh, to continue going into our rumors and speculations, Wonder Woman. We already know it wrapped up already. They already wrapped up production, and the film comes out in 2020. So we got to wait. Wait a year, you know. And um, basically, you know, we have some some speculation, some ideas of what could happen based off photos that has come out. You know, obviously, we know, you know, Steve Trevor is alive, maybe yeah, that's or wild or a form of Steve Trevor. Maybe. I don't know. I'm really confused. <laughs> yeah, I am, too. Um. Because, I, I mean, I'm sure maybe they're going to have some ridiculous excuse as to why he survived or whatever. Right. Um, because, actually, Steve Trevor is a modern character. He exists. He, he's her liaison, which, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think they touched on a little bit in the movie. But in the modern day, yeah. you know, DC universe, he exists like along Superman and Batman and characters like that. Mm-hmm. Um, not in the past. Right. Um, you know, but he takes he's 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 her liaison between diplomats and, t- you know, the president and stuff like that. Yeah. And he tries to teach her a little bit about the culture so she can be a little more <laughs> mm-hmm. normal. Like right, everyone yeah. remembers when she tries ice cream for the first time right. and freaks out and is yeah, like, what? Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that in itself already was kind of curious to me. But. Mm-hmm. Him kind of exploding in an airplane, like how do you come back from that? I thought that was the perfect way to go out, man. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, when I saw it, I was shocked. I was like, "That's a main character. What that are just, you doing?" You know, it's like, hey, he's I got like a it. longtime flame of her. Yeah, right. Um, and they just, dang, they just threw him under the bus. But, yeah, but yeah, you know, it was. I'm I'm shocked to see him in the movie. I'm mm-hmm. and I'm shocked to see that he's older. It's not like he's some young version. Maybe he's like that's true. A grandson or some right. nonsense. It's like no, like it's he, him. That's him. It's just been what fifty years or whatever. Yeah. So maybe he got out. Maybe like you know when the plane blew up because we never saw the body. But then he never found her. Come on. Am I supposed to believe that? Well, yeah. <sighs> Maybe. Like, maybe he had amnesia for 50 years. Hey, hey that thing <laughs> happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. You know, maybe he jumped out of the, the plane and then when he landed, he hit his head and, you know, all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's right. 
Maybe he was watching TV one day like, there she is. She's out here in the 80s still trying to fit in. Oh, Lord. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, you know, and I'm, of course I'm excited about, you know, Cheetah. That's I'm, the best part. I'm wondering That's how, the best part. <laughs> like, how are they going to do Cheetah? Man, there are so many different incarnations mm-hmm. of Cheetah yeah. that they could, I mean, there's just so many things they could do. My hope is that they go with the version of her that was an archaeologist. Okay. Um, because if I'm correct, she's, you know, she was, she's like a little Indiana Jones. She's going from, you know, excavation site to excavation site, mm-hmm. um, hunting for treasure, looking for artifacts. Right. Um, and if I'm correct, her and Wonder Woman were like friends and they met for like a certain, you know, little cause or whatever. When the thing happened to her that beca- that made her become Cheetah, mm-hmm. um, which was, what was it? It was something crazy, like some sort of Aztec god yeah. turned her, you know, she got cursed when she touched an artifact and became this monstrous Cheetah creation. Right. So it's, it's a really great story. I like it at least because it... It tears Wonder Woman in half because it's like mm-hmm. this person used to be my friend. You know, right. we were on the same side. Yeah. But she's been turned evil and it's not her fault. Mm-hmm. But I still have to stop her. Yeah. So I would love to see that version at least. The other versions are kind of silly. They were just like rich, you know, girls yeah. who who were just dressed as cheetahs, not right. like actually um, cheetah monsters like that version. Okay. So, but we'll see. I mean, there's just so many different things they could go with. I'm, I'm hoping it's the archaeology vein because what, what we've seen of Wonder Woman so far is that she's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, uh, she worked like in a museum. Was yeah, trying yeah. To, you know, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. But we'll see. <laughs> I want to see. Yeah. And like, of course, you know, we know the comedian, you know, Kristen Wiig. I know. Is playing Cheetah. That's so crazy. So I want to see. Just like I was talking earlier about those comedians on their dark side, yeah. you know, or Jordan Peele and stuff. I want to see her dark side. You know, you think she could pull it off? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, the Cheetah character is very like she's very she's teasing and taunting. She, mm. she makes fun of you, you know, or makes fun of wonder woman and okay. has her little bites and snap, you know, yeah. but she's evil. She is evil. She's a super villain. Yeah. Um, and she's a force to be reckoned with. She's not some, you know, calendar man or something. She's, she's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I would love, I think, she, I think she could do it okay. and I'm excited to see it because yeah. I think she can take it to a dark place, but also be comedic and, and, and have that sting. Right. That's classic for Cheetah. Right. And you know what? I'm interested in seeing how, you know, how, you know, ladies going to, you know, react um, for a, of course, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, being that that superhero, but also having that woman antagonist, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, OK, no, nah, it's not a man she's fighting. She's fighting another woman who's yep. just like. Like you said, like total badass. Yes. Like, like she ain't want to be messed with. And a physical, because there's not a lot of, you know, villains or anything that can kind of take Wonder Woman on, uh, depending on her origin, whether she's a demigod or just a regular Amazon. Both yeah. of those things are kind of true. daunting. Hey, <laughs> I said it last week that the Flash OP, <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman's super OP. She's super OP. She's, I mean, she could take out, if she wanted to, she could take out Superman. She like, could, it's yeah. Not, I mean, I wouldn't they're, say it'd be easy, but... They're there. Yeah, it would yeah. take a bit it would take a minute, but she she's one of the few Justice League members that could handle Superman if it yeah. ever came to it. Yeah, you don't want her you don't want to be on her bad side, man. You always wanna make sure you're cool with Wonder Woman, man. So <laughs> shout outs to all the Wonder Women I know. Because I know a ton <laughs> of Wonder Women I ain't trying to be on their bad side they scared. <laughs> um and speaking of Wonder Woman, where it is there's a rumor that uh the original Wonder Woman from, you know, the <gasps> 70s, Linda Carter, <gasps> may be in it. There's a rumor that she could be in it, you know. Don't so get me I'm excited. hoping. Don't get me excited. I'm hoping Linda Carter makes an appearance. A cameo, and, yeah. Yeah. I you, would love that. Yeah, Lou Ferrigno do it all the time in the Hulk movies. 
you know, he's done it. Uh, how many Hulk movies were there? I think it was Ang Lee's Hulk. I don't know if he was in that. I think he made an appearance in that one. And and he also made an appearance in um, The Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, mm-hmm. you know, so that would be dope. Like yeah, a little, would, even if even if she's not even if it's not a cameo, if she's just like another character in the, you know, cool. like maybe Diana's wonder, not wonder, <laughs> maybe <laughs> Diana's like a like a mentee mentor, yeah. you know, working in the museum with her right. kind of gives her give advice. her advice. That oh, would be man, I would love awesome. it. The good, you know, wink to the camera. I just want to see them just, you know, stare at each other for like a, <laughs> like they finish talking and they kind of just like, hmm. And then that's yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there it is. There it is. That's what I want. So uh, I'm excited. 2020. We got to wait. Yeah, that's too long. We got to wait. <laughs> I can't I know. take it. But hey, man, patience, man. You know, patience as long as it's good. You. It's right. <laughs> great, great person said that. Great philosopher. I forgot who, but I'm sure it's true because it is. <laughs> it, um, is true. it is true. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm super excited. Wonder Woman 2. You got my money. I mean, what else there needs to be said, man? Another DC movie that we know I mean, my expectations for this is going to be huge. Like Aquaman, my expectations wasn't high because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, me too. Shazam, don't know what to expect. After seeing Aquaman, I'm like, okay, here we go. Now, you know, Shazam, my expectation is raised a little bit. Wonder Woman, you got Patty Jenkins back. You got my trust. I'm there. I'm there, man. I'm going to get my Wonder Woman t-shirt, man. I got to get one. How come all the ladies get all the Wonder Woman t-shirts? Fellas want to rock it too. You know why. Huh? What about that? I won't go into that? Okay. That's just me. I'm going to give me a Wonder Woman shirt, I'll fellas. show you a red bubble. <laughs> You'll find it there. Okay, cool. Perfect, perfect. Well, that about wraps up issue number four. It was a great, great issue as always. And again, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. It's been such, such fun. CEO. Been having fun, man. I've been having a great time. I'm having yes. a blasty blast. Yes. <laughs> this has been so much fun. We appreciate all the compliments, all the love you guys been showing us. And uh, speaking of love, uh, again, if you have Apple, we're on Apple Podcasts. So make sure on Apple, I believe there are rating systems. Um, you can actually leave a rating and uh, leave a review, uh, leave a recommendation for Apple. So that's that super, super helpful because uh, we got a lot of great uh, reviews and recommendations on our Facebook page. So shout out to everyone doing that and continue to do so, you know. And uh, so if you got Apple, I know a lot of people got iPhones. Make sure you, you know, check us out on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Google, all my Android users out there, make sure you subscribe to us on Google Play and Google Podcasts. Spotify, a lot of people use Spotify. You use Spotify? I do. Here we go. I'm an old person. Hey, no, <laughs> no Spotify just is I just kidding. awesome, I like Spotify. Man. I love their music, their mixes, and of course, love their podcast. Love this podcast. <laughs> subscribe. Make sure you hit us up on Spotify as well. And of course, SoundCloud. That's the home base. So uh, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and uh, be on the lookout for new episodes, possibly some uh, some new things we're going to be introducing to the podcast soon. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. And also, again, follow us all over social media at the comic section, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? And uh, thank you again for listening. And we'll be bringing you more of all of the comic book pop culture that you love. So we'll see you next week. I'm Jason. This is Lo CEO. And we out. Peace. You got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. 
And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock Mike. That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section Podcast was used by NBCNews.com, ComicBookMovie.com, Empire Magazine, ScreenRant.com, Nerdist.com, Deadline.com, CBR.com, and the YouTube channels of DC, Universal Pictures, Movie Clips, The Office US, and Nick Splat. Issue number... What issue is this? Four. Issue number four is in the books, or I guess issue is kind of like a book, but it's not a book, it's a podcast, but whatever. It was edited and produced by RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual, audio, production, voice. Redman Actual.